0: I'm gonna say cheek. I'm gonna say cheek.
1: Cheek. Okay, cheek is number two. Number okay. two on the board. Aaron, would you can you beat? Cheek. Forehead. God, no, you can't.
0: Aaron, are you even trying? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
1: <laughs> uh, by the way, that's an X. I don't fully that's understand the the question. If I'm being <laughs> honest. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to episode number 476 of the podcast. I'm your host, Mike McCoy.
1: And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden.
0: The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter.
1: To find out more about these Christmas-nationary...
0: You, got, you know, Jamie, <laughs> honestly, when I wrote that, I was like, she'll never get this. But she did. Look at you.
1: Christmas-nationary pursuits. Uh, you can check us out at noxandjamey.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The podcast, and we're on Twitter at podcastpod.
0: Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be reconsidering Chris's.
1: But before we do that, we have some fun announcements coming your way that include maybe a holiday gift guide, 2023 live shows, fun new additions to our content that isn't audio. What? And we're about to hire a new position here at the PNG. So make sure you are subscribed to our email list called Note for the Audio at Noxnjamie.com slash newsletter, or simply click the link in the show notes and subscribe, and that way you will not miss out you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All
0: right, Jamie. Uh, big episode, big idea, big thing to tackle today. Before we do that, and uh, so you know, I know we already talked about this. And the more you know. just want to check in on you because I know like just just (laughs) experientially that you are broken in all the quadrants but specifically physically spiritually and emotionally so do you just want to like let the 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 listener know like what's up
1: and mentally I moved I moved and there's the thing listen I know a lot of you have moved before I have not moved in almost 19 years and it was harder for me than it's been for any of you so let me tell you why right but here's Mm -hmm. why you all got helpers me Mm -hmm. I'm out here in these streets no one's helping me my yeah. friends, they don't call. They're not like, can I unpack a bag for you? Can I unpack some boxes? What can I have I do a question. I
0: have a question. I have a question, real quick, uh, from the audience. <laughs> so I, I remember when I moved fifty-eight times uh, in the last three years. That's right. I was told that I wasn't moving right because you did the moving where people like packed everything and like dressed you. And then walked yes. you out the door. Is that not what happened, Jane? Well, what what not, went down? They
1: did not. Well, no one got my night milk put in the fridge for me. That was Ridiculous. I tried to get Kroger delivery to do it. But no, they wouldn't let me <laughs> check out. And then here's the thing. I did have people pack me. I didn't know that unpacking me was an option. So I mm. didn't hire them for that. And they were like, no, thank you. They okay. couldn't. I couldn't schedule them to unpack. But I do regret that. I should have scheduled them to also unpack for me. Because listen, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't find my brows. And by that, I mean, I don't have brows. I, I add them to my yeah, face. That's flaming. art, baby
0: girl. That's, that's what that right, is.
1: That's right. Well, I could not find my paints, and I could not find my glossier boy brow. And so I was putting it on with like an eyeliner. And that wow. was, listen, I went for tacos, and people were like, why are you so mad? Why, why are you is so there a ginger
0: Targaryen here? What's happened? What's... <laughs> so
1: it's okay, been a well, yeah.
0: good for, I'm glad you made it. And I Thank I you. do like the idea of a Shark Tank idea where it's a business that if they don't like what you're doing, like ordering night milk, they'll just be like, gross, we're not doing it. Sorry, pass. No, I like, I like a little uppity, a little judgy, uh, a business to deal with. I think that would be fun. Well, you know, um, I, if, uh, if you're listening and you're a BFOTS, um, you were able to see the unfortunate experience of me um, eating a hairy Twinkie. Listen, um, listen. Making good of my bet, So, I, Look,
1: I hear, let me be honest. We, we've done, this is 476 episodes. We've done thousands of hours of content. Mm-hmm, hear mm-hmm. my heart, y'all. I have never been both so entertained and so disgusted at the same time in any time we've ever been together. The fact that Aaron falls out of a bar-level chair <laughs> onto the ground and starts to make noises that I've never heard her make. It, I really did throw up in my mouth. Oh, my gosh. Listen, it was so chaotic. And you you, you brought your A-game because you had various types of hair and were yeah. teasing us the entire time. of was like, which one would you eat? <laughs> God. And you did it. So you can, and guys, so if you're listening and you're not a fights, you yeah. can actually watch that replay right now. You can sign up to be Bf- a fights and you can watch that. The audio will be released. But I do think you need the visual it was pro- it was it was a it was a, a thing of wonder. Really.
0: Yeah, we need to do a viewer discretion because it's it's just it's very hairy. I I remember taking the bite and you know like when they do the zoom out of like when the big bang happens and like just lights flash and everything. No, I believe I felt, in a uh, young earth. I'm <laughs> oh, young so, earth. sure, you're a young <laughs> Earth. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Um Well, when God made everything and the animals, um, uh, and then like I blacked out and then I was in my living room watching Werewolf by <laughs> Night and I don't remember how I got there, but it, I looked at my son. I was like, what's happening? Are we do we like this? Is everything okay? And he was like, Yeah, you're being a little weird though. So it was a good experience, you know, high integrity. Man on integri- the No,
1: and that is that I would not at all honor that bet. At all. <laughs> like I would not have honored it and I would have gone to my grave not honoring it. Yeah. And the fact that it was a seven year old bet that you lost that you honored it says a lot about you as a person.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, Jamie. So you're moved. I am. My debt is clean, and I yes. feel like we are ready to tackle uh, an episode in an idea that demands our integrity and our full focus. So yes. I'm just I'm really uh, excited to talk about these dink dang chris's with you. And I think if you're a new listener since 2017, um, which doesn't <laughs> isn't really that new because that's been a long time ago, you're probably like, what are What are you talking about? What is this? Well, uh, in the summer of 2017, we attempted to peer review and recognize and evaluate all the Chris's and decide who was the Chris to rule them all. And now five and a half years later, we think it's time for that reconsideration. Um, yeah. and, and Jamie, you made a great point. November is Columbus Day. And of all the Chris's, who's... Who, October. Oh, it's, oh I Googled it even. I was like, it's November. November 25th. I was like, dog, that feels like next to Thanksgiving.
1: That's-
0: <laughs> and that also feels like you're taking over stuff. Um, That's not cool, Columbus Chris. Day.
1: No, Columbus Day is not any, a thing anymore we have it's we've decided that we should honor the people that he stole their land and so it's indigenous day
0: okay so in October and I like that and that's great but it's okay but it's, <laughs> and I'm not this isn't me asking <laughs> for it I'm them no i'm happy that is a net positive writing the wrong, yeah period. writing the
1: wrong writing the wrong
0: yes return return next statement is there still a columbus day though like for the for the 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 oh. sickos
1: oh yeah no 100 okay. so oh, that is what who... i saw and no, that is november yeah, yeah. okay no gotcha. it's still october no, still October. bro
0: what did i google how did i get there i'm gonna find out what i googled you
1: still, i want to know what what day you're talking about because there's veterans day And there's election day in America and veterans day. And there's Thanksgiving and there's uh, the day that JFK was assassinated. I got to be honest with you. My birthday.
0: I just, after like 4th of July, I don't know when the days are. I I, I, I know well, a lot Halloween, of the holidays
1: go weird because they yeah. go it changes when they are. They're not a certain date. They're not yeah. like December twenty fifth. They're like the third Monday of blah blah blah. Yeah. The only
0: one I feel like I remember is December eighth because that's Pearl Harbor. Because they're like that's the day they live in infamy. I was like not as infamous I as my that birthday because it's 7th. so close. I wait. See, I thought that was the <laughs> It Probably is man. I'm telling you though, there. I just I lose the thread <laughs> on on these on these holidays. Basically, what I'm saying is. It is the season for reconsideration because <laughs> allegedly Columbus Got there. stays in October. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> so uh, before we talk about Chris's though, Jamie, will you talk about the history of the name Chris? Well,
1: of course I will because Christopher comes from the Greek name Christophores. And uh, it comes from uh, the first part. Christos means Christ. Mm. And the last part, feren, means to bear. So it's Christ bear. Now, I do have a question. Do you think that means to carry Christ on your back? Or does it mean to put up with Christ and his repeat stories at parties? Like, you've heard that story about it. I feel you know? like
0: it's the story one, but it's probably the other be one.
1: you're like, well, this one time I went to a wedding, and yeah. they, like, ran out of wine. It was so weird, but I was able to, like, fix it. You guys like you know? bread and
0: fish? Hold on. Hold on. I'll, I'll get you bread <laughs> and fish.
1: So in the Middle Ages, uh, some people took it literally and were like, oh, no, there's a St. Christopher who carried babies. Maybe jesus across a river um there's no you know historical record of that but uh now saint christopher has come to be known as the patron saint of travelers he's also the patron saint of bachelors storms epilepsy gardeners holy death and toothache why you got why can't we just have another saint why does he have to carry all that load
0: why do you got to be so greedy? Let's like there's more than enough room for saying Like, there's you know? plenty
1: of names. Anyway, Christopher, did you know this? Christopher entered in the U.S., the top ten names in the U.S. in 1967, and stayed in the top ten till 2009. It just dropped out. It's still Dang. in the top 50. Everybody is named Christopher. That's why we can even do this episode, because mm. every freaking person is named Christopher. Now, it's Christopher. There are variations. Obviously, you get Chris. Uh, nicknames also include Topher, which is the stupidest version of it. it and uh kit. Kit is a very common.
0: I won't accept for that. I'm actually not accepting that. That's ridiculous.
1: You know, I don't well and listen, it's it's so a lot of people are named Chris. It's a very popular name across all types of backgrounds, all ages. So I kind of like that it's this it's this thing that ties us together. You know, that everybody yeah. knows yeah. A Chris is related to a Chris. I mean the odds are you all are you're living with a Chris right now, whether you know it or not.
0: There's not even six degrees of separation. There's like two degrees of separation. Everybody easily, knows yeah. is adjacent to a Chris. Now, I hate to go back to the date thing, but I just need y'all's help because <laughs> <laughs> I literally Googled Columbus Day and it said, and maybe this is a Tennessee thing because Google says in why? Tennessee it's November 25th. And I just don't understand what crazy. are you guys seeing?
1: I'm seeing October 10th. What? And I'm literally looking at Wikipedia. What? He arrived October 12th, 1492. See, on why would Tennessee, why it Tennessee says, wait six weeks?
0: I'm gonna screenshot this and share it so you don't think I'm a crazy person. Don't but it slack literally us says to <laughs> November twenty-fifth. So uh, that's not my bad. Even, that's Google's bad.
1: And now in Italy, it is in November.
0: <sighs> but, but is Tennessee's that because he left?
1: Is that because he left in November and it took him eleven months to get there?
0: I just don't I don't like this. And I feel honestly, and I was I'm 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 not trying to spoil stuff, but I looked up Christopher Plummer, problematic stuff, and for a while Google's like, he's chill. He didn't do anything bad. And I was like, oh. I know he did let me see the receipts and then no, eventually yeah, I got to it. So I don't know. My Google's, and then, yeah, yeah. My Google's a little dodgy, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll continue. We'll get past it. Um, okay. So that's a good baseline for Chris's let's, um, uh, you know, obviously, We've done an episode uh, about this before, but Chris America's have existed beyond us. We didn't pioneer this idea. They're having this every single year. So uh, I just wanted to skate through quickly past winners of the Chris America uh, pageant. And if you want to jump in and like dispute or or have any comments, obviously feel free to interrupt. Um, But uh, one of the earliest ones, Christopher Marlowe, he was uh, a writer and a spy. So double threat. That's really cool. Uh, He was murdered. He was stabbed in the eye. For being a spy, that's how he died. Which God, is that's awesome the worst way.
1: way. Like, isn't that the worst place to be stabbed?
0: It's it's. I mean, I can think of one, and it's not probably not as good. But he was fifty percent the inspiration behind my Marlowe's name, and the other fifty percent being Marlo from The Wire. So just a lot of lot I don't of influences. Think I knew
1: that that's lovely.
0: Yeah, yeah. So big fan, been f- big fan of his work. Christina Aguilera, that's another Chris who won. Um, and I would say, I guess, of all the starlets who launched at the same time, like Mandy Moore, Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. I feel like she's probably been as consistent and stable as one could be. Do you agree with that?
1: Oh yeah, it's her, uh, yeah. In terms of consistency and stability, although I wish she sang more. I wish she had continued. I wish she had been able to Mariah carry herself. Yeah. Into you know the latter part of her life. I don't know why I've suddenly made her eighty years old. But that's you know okay. I-
0: True or false? She's still on the voice right now
1: no no because Blake Shelton just announced he's leaving because I want like, to ask I can, you
0: I want to wait later in the episode no, to because check I was on so you ex- well, cause I've never
1: seen the voice and but I see headlines and so he's left and I assume it's because his wife he's like leaving her there I sure assume Gwen is not leaving the voice
0: yeah I don't think they ever leave they just like live there and sleep there uh Chris Tucker uh is another past winner he walks so with Kevin Hart could run uh so we're really thankful for Chris Tucker Thank-
1: thankful for that
0: Chris McCandless. Depressing uh, he just, Chris Winner. Listen, he, he wanted to live in a barn, get some peace and quiet. Everybody leave him alone. And he just made a bad choice on what to eat. You know, uh, it was tragic, but he was a winner. Uh, Kristen Stewart. That's a controversial winner. Um, she was a child star. She survived being in Twilight, um, specifically that scene in Twilight where she had to cry out in pain. But she just like, it was like she was screaming into a pillow. That was awkward. She
1: had to carry around that computer generated baby that yep. looked like an alien. That's I loved sh- it. Renee.
0: Yes. And she they asked her to do a scene where she accused Edward of being a vampire, but in a horny way. And I'll argue she did it. I <laughs> think she pulled she, it
1: off. <laughs> she, should have she should have gotten an Oscar for that. I, I was turned on. God, are you kidding? Uh,
0: Chris Kyle's fake baby in American Sniper. Don't ever um, forget. That was the past winner. Yeah. It sh- yeah. Uh, honestly, it should have gotten a supporting character nomination. But um, I think the Chris America pageant uh, right God, you law.
1: know what I wish? I wish they would put that baby on eBay and I would buy it.
0: Uh, Chris Cross. Um, I guess mid nineties jumping stop. was a big deal. Wearing your clothes were chop, uh, chop. backwards. Yeah, it was just yeah. it, was a, it was a big moment. Uh, Chris O'Donnell, uh, and it's important to know when it was when he was announced as Robin, not when he actually played Robin, uh, because oh, he actually was... lost his uh, his role or, or the uh, the title when he played Robin because of the nipples is what you I know.
1: And he's on NCIS now. Is that where all famous like ninety stars go to die? Is it D- okay?
0: The, the question is. Um, was Chris O'Donnell good and it's just like been weird for him, or was he always the guy who should be on NCIS, but we just mistakenly elevated him?
1: Oh yes, it's the latter. You're correct.
0: You're yeah. correct. Uh Chris Isaac for that one music video where the whole thing was him rolling around in the sand okay. and dry helping that model. Yeah. Oh, what a he dang. was like, Here, here's my idea for a video. It's gonna be me singing and me boning. So what do you think <laughs> about that? <laughs> Incredible. Uh Chris Carmack. Uh, when he punched Ryan Abwood on the OC and some welcome to the OC B word, um, it was a it was a down year for Chris's, which is why he won, but it was still right.
1: He's not good, but that was yeah. worth it.
0: Uh, Kristen Wiig during the Target Lady run, Ludacris, um, for the I, I guess it's the Iwana song, you know. Well, not at like,
1: any time he says his name,
0: Ludacris. yes Luda, yeah, yeah. Luda, and yeah. for being in the and the Fast and Furious uh, franchise, uh, Chris Jackson, um, <gasps> for his turn as George Washington Hamilton. And if people are wondering, I, I am going to – I will again write him in as my candidate in 2024. Uh, I want him to run, be the president as George Washington and run the country. And so you like would
1: not would want it to be President Chris Jackson. You would want it
0: – Chris Jackson but, as George Washington.
1: As George Washington. That's right.
0: who I'm voting for again. Just yes, to
1: wear year. that outfit the whole time.
0: Yes. Oh, and yeah. sing. And he sings a lot. Who, who's mad like at his, this?
1: Like a State of the Union? Yes, he's like, the whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay, Everybody it, stands fine. up
0: and claps. He'd be right at home. It would be perfect. He'd, he's pre- used to that. And then lastly, Christopher mintz Plas. McLovin was just a big deal, and I don't know that people – recognize that as much. listen that's what
1: i listen i almost did that as a halloween costume that's how important it was because i was like i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get this hawaii driver's license and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be mclovin
0: you should have done it it would have been good it would have been good
1: well to look back on our chris america episode that we did because it's all it's stored in the vault it's been lost to the vault forever but here's a recap now it was a tight race okay but let me talk about who our top five were and oh how the mighty have fallen we'll get to that in a minute but in the fifth place was Chris Rock. Fourth place, Christian Slater. 2017 mm. was a big year for Christian Slater because yeah. of, I I always want to call it iRobot. And I know that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> that's my uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. there you Robot. go. <laughs> um, and then third place second runner up was christopher nolan and he won the talent competition yeah oh no and then in second place was chris pratt he won uh mr chris christianality yes Yes. yes and that's right i was good at this then and i'm good at it now okay but the winner of the chris america pageant was chris pine he was named the best chris now if not for the strict rules of, of course, our pageant committee, he mm-hmm. would likely repeat the crown.
0: Oh, you think so? You think so? Oh, I
1: think so, because I think him doing a French press tour with Harry Styles has earned him a crown. Okay.
0: Him being like hot Jordan Peterson and then making Jordan Uh, Peterson cry when he found out that he was hot Jordan Peterson. That's that's, a a good case. That's the best
1: turnaround it's ever seen. But here's the thing. Chris America has term limits, something Mm -hmm. we think the U.S. government should also consider. That's right. The PMG is pro term limits. But no matter, we chose him because he still used a flip phone. He still does today, five years later, still uses a flip phone. He can sing. He plays number two to Wonder Woman and is not bothered by it. He shops at indie bookstores. And pretends to photograph you while he's walking out of them. Fun fact, in that episode, I had to be censored for a solid 30 seconds. Do you Mm -hmm. remember why I had to be censored?
0: Oh, this is a good question. I have a theory, and I'm just going to commit to it. Okay. It was when you uh, sexually objectified Christopher Reeves on a horse. (laughs) Is that right? It's
1: close. It's that I talked about my sexual attraction to Christopher Reeve after his horse accident that I thought oh, he was sexier okay, then. Okay, and okay. you just did not think our audience could handle that.
0: Yeah, I just I didn't know. I just didn't know, honestly, how they Listen, would handle that.
1: Don't be yeah. ableist. Everybody, You could be hot. No sure. matter no matter what you can do, you can be hot.
0: Yeah, anybody uh, can be objectified. According that's right. To Jamie. Thank you. Yeah.
1: isn't that what everybody isn't that what equity is about
0: that sure. everyone can be objectified. I think so. That's the definition. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think not to pat ourselves on the back, but I actually think we were early on the Chris Pine uh, uh, elevation because I think at this point it was still uh, like a four man Chris race. And I don't know that Chris Prime was getting all the love. I feel like well, it was centered on Hemsworth and Evans, but I feel like we were early on that.
1: Well, and it was definitely because his run on SNL had ju- his first time hosting had just come out the yes. week before that we recorded that episode. And so we got to see him do sexy dance and sing and be like magical in that way. Plus, that was when Wonder Woman came out that summer. And mm-hmm. so that's why it was so fresh of like, oh, could he be, could he be our guy? Could he be our guy?
0: I that's do one. want a little bit more. You know, I'll just say that. I want more from Chris. He's
1: going to from... be Dungeons and Dragons. That's coming.
0: Yeah, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Oh, you know, okay. because I don't, I've seen that trailer and I just don't know. I don't know if I like oh, it. I'm into
1: it. I'm into it.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: This episode is brought to you by Pair Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that pair Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the Force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient... I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, <sighs> so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to paireyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago. Making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcast pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcast pod. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Olive and June. As a longtime user of Olive and June and as the chairman and co-founder of the We Don't Wear Open Toe Shoes If Our Feet Are Not Presentable Club, I don't think we talk enough about their petty system. Listen to me now. The weather is getting warmer. I know you're going to be tempted to go out without just like even acknowledging your winter feet maybe need to just have a little buff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to stop right now and order a Petty System immediately. Like their Manny system, Olive and Jean's Petty System, comes with everything you need to get those feet ready and presentable without the hassle of going to a salon, including the Posy, which is this brilliant footstool that opens up and you can use it to store everything in. It also comes with a smoothing foot file and hydrating foot serum, which are both mandatory if you ever plan to be around me with your toes on display. I just love how generous they are. And they just sent us the quick dry spring collection and the Calazago. Gorgina. They truly have the best shades, whether you like bright colors, pastels, or neutrals. The Kitten Quick Dry is my go-to neutral shade, but if I'm in the mood for something fun, I've been reaching for Flamingo, which is this bright coral pink shade that is just perfect for spring. Just like their regular polishes, the Quick Dry are super long-lasting, and the best part is they dry in just about a minute. I'm as obsessed with the Quick Dry for doing my pedicures as I am with the tab press-ons for my manis because they are so quick and easy and give the best results every single time. Visit oliveengineer.com slash for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-O-P-C-A-S-T for 20% off your first system. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even Penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super pumped to try. They have such a nice drape to them, and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable, and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story, like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All quince items are priced 50 to 80% Less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash pop.
0: Um, Okay. well, you mentioned Chris Pine as the reigning champ um, and he is the um, the high point. He is the uh, the resting weight of aspiration for Chris's. We do need to talk about some anti Chris's. Okay, Uh Chris's who weren't even in the
1: running. They're not even in the running for this pageant.
0: They were uh, they were taken off the list. Their names were struck through and we didn't even think about them because we were so disgusted by them. Uh, So first up, Chris Noth. Um, he's been accused of sexual assault by five different women at this point, and he was killed by a Peloton on Sex and the City. That's it's disgusting. I we- wish. Yeah, we don't like either of those things. I mentioned Chris Plummer earlier, and, um, you know, he was in Knives Out and Sound of Music and that's not even his voice I found out by the way he didn't even sing on Sound of the Music ridiculous no but Um, he
1: may not have even ripped that Nazi flag that might not have even been his hands
0: who knows who knows but he did release an autobiography so he wrote his own biography that's what an autobiography means for people who don't know that (laughs) um Um, but he, always learning. Yeah. Always never normalized learning all the time, guys. He violates a, a staple coach Knox rule. Um, don't be worried about teenage girls. Yeah. And that should have been the subtitle of his book. Like weird and inappropriate thoughts about teenage girls. And by
1: the way, that yeah. wasn't him reading from a diary when he was 19. That was him after a long life and could self reflect went. Yep. Yeah. Still teenage girls, super hot.
0: Yeah. Him not being like, I should edit this from 50 years ago where I was talking about a 15 year old that I wanted to smash. Disgusting. Yikes. Ridiculous. Uh, Chris Nolan, um he just made tenet, which i hated and i was thinking about this the other day i like how much i hated tenant how disappointed that that's, was the that was the i first, needed it i needed, we needed that it, in the it pandemic. was the
1: first thing we did during the pandemic where we went in public
0: yeah that's right and i remember at a certain point i got so mad at the movie i yelled at the girl who had her f- hair in her face the whole time in the theater because yes. her hair was always in her face and that's not her fault that's chris no one's fault bicky Becky. I don't, I just, I, I hated that yeah. movie so much. So he's disqualified. Chris Christofferson, It's just too much Chris. One's <gasps> enough. Two's indulgent. Don't do that. You don't need to.
1: Yeah, that's not your God-given name. Don't do uh, that. Chris
0: Kringle. Um, oh. I, I just always hated this Santa nickname. Because it just, I don't know, it just felt stupid, didn't feel related. And you know, it doesn't Chris even Kringle mean Santa feels Claus. like a
1: porn name. It feels like a porn name.
0: It does. It does. It feels like Sam's porn name, honestly, for going there. But it's actually, it's a German word that means Christ Kinkle, which, careful. But uh, it, it's, it's basically, it's its referring to Sweet Baby Jay, who in some Germanic parts of Europe, he's the one that brings the presents. So he's like, I'm, I died for your sins. Now, here's Grand Theft Auto can 4, I, so have a great I be, day. Can I be transparent with you? Please.
1: I feel like Jesus would bring worse gifts than Santa does.
0: Oh, that's, listen, <laughs> if you get offended at that, you're stupid, because that's the truth.
1: <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> Guys, that's the truth.
0: Okay? It's the whole reason we have trunk or treats and Holy Hall- Weens. And, and Holy Weens. <laughs> okay? Just no. stay in your lane. Do the miracles and stuff and the saving, and we'll do the consumerism and capitalism over Thank here. Thank you Thank you. you. Uh, Chris um just presents as a comedian looks like a creeper is a creeper chris cuomo um even if he wasn't problematic or unethical bridgegate, bridgegate. He, he just he looks like someone you want to hit with a dishwasher you know uh chris paul uh chris paul is point guard for the suns he cost me 500 last year in the nba playoffs <gasps> so sorry you're oh, out of no. here man uh and then chrysanthemums just too many no! continents not I enough know. vowels.
1: that's my flower that's
0: my that's, flower do you know what the smell of chrysanthemum is
1: it's chrysanthemum.
0: It doesn't have a smell, actually. There's no smell because flowers That's don't smell. That's
1: why I love it. Look, it's called mums. We call them mums for a reason. We don't I have know. to say the whole thing. You just say the last part.
0: To be honest with you, before I was preparing for this episode, I thought chrysanthemums and mums were different flowers. I didn't realize they were the same flower. <laughs> They're the same. <laughs> <laughs> I even saw a picture. I was like, man, it looks a lot like mums, I believe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there are some listeners who were like, okay, did you, right. you, right. you know? Let's learn
0: stuff. Let's learn stuff. Autobiographies chrysanthemums we are we're educating people right
1: ah, now yes yeah. these things do matter
0: um okay jamie let's talk about chris's who just missed who we will be considering okay, for so the final. as
1: we worked the pageant circuit there were some chris's that got close but alas there was like one little factor or two little factors that kept them from making the finalist cut and the first one is of course christopher Robin, what a sweet boy Mm. who just loves animals. His life has delighted readers for generations. Unfortunately for this competition, his treatment of Winnie the Pooh is a problem. Now, first of all, is his name Winnie or is it Pooh? Like, I don't know. Why didn't you make that clear, Christopher? That's your first mistake. Uh, And then he drags Winnie down the stairs, banging his head all the way. Yeah. And then when his head gets stuck in a jar of honey, he laughs four times, four times. (laughs) And then when Pooh gets stuck in the rabbit hole, Chris decides to starve him for a week so he can slide him out. That's not, listen, Peter's not going to be down with that. That's not going to be okay. down with that.
0: They're not going to love that. My argument, if I was Christopher Robin's publicist, I would say <laughs> my client is not the one who walks around without pants on sexually harassing people, I would argue. Do you know what Christopher uh, Robin got up to when he was an adult? What his adult job was? He married said, his like,
1: cousin. I know he married his first cousin. I know yes. he did that.
0: Not great unless you're some unless you're that Flavortown mayor. I think it's the Flavortown mayor who's big. Oh, that's right. She's of that. that. Yeah. (laughs) No, he he was. uh, He's a I think a luggage design efficiency expert. So (laughs) that's not enough for me. Uh, I'm gonna go Kristoff from Frozen and Frozen too. Okay. (gasps) Okay. I like him. He's a great character, but I think he's a Scottie Pippen in Frozen. So if you're Scottie Pippen and Frozen, you can't be Michael Jordan among Chris's. And I've seen there's some chatter on the Internet. If you really deep dive, Uh-oh. you know that some people are saying Sven the Reindeer is a more compelling character than Kristoff. So I just think with all that. Is that a Reddit him, thread
1: that you started?
0: Uh, no comment on that. <laughs> and we will move on. But he's just I, I, look. Lost in the World is a legit power ballad. But he gets lost in that movie. Nobody cares about it. And he just he seems like someone who would be a great person to know, but not a good hang. You know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah, like uh, I love running into you at Kroger. But I don't want to, like, spend time with you.
0: That's exactly right.
1: That's right. Okay, my next one, Almost Made the Cut, is Kristen Chenoweth. Now, Mm -hmm. look, Tony Award-winning, iconic Broadway star. She won an Emmy for her role in the highly underrated Pushing Daisies. Mm -hmm. She's a quality representative for Famous Christians by not being the worst, Mm because that is literally the only bar you have to cross anymore. Her birth name is Christy with an I, and she changed it with Kristen. She's like, I'm going to be classy. I'm not going to be Christy Dawn anymore. I'm going to be Kristen. Now, however, she was recently on Celebrity family feud where she answered the question Steve Harvey presented the question which was after the lips what is your favorite part of a man to kiss Aaron and Knox would you like to compete to see who can get because I know what all the answers were would you like to try
0: what I think she said or what I hope she said no, no no
1: what do you think is the right answer and then I'm gonna let you know what Kristen said
0: I'm gonna say cheek I'm gonna say
1: cheek, cheek okay cheek is number Two number okay. two on the board. Aaron, would you can you beat cheek forehead? God, no, you can't. Aaron, are you
0: even trying? <laughs> what are you doing?
1: Uh, by the way, that's an I X. don't fully that's understand the the question of <laughs> being it's honest. Neck, it's neck. Wait, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Erin, have you ever what seen, what we're
0: seen we're Family
1: Feud? Yeah, yeah, I have. You have. I okay. have. No, okay, Have you read the Wikipedia about? No, family I food? have actually seen that. Okay, well, what Kristen Chenowith answered was. Anus. Oh, Anus. oh what you, you were here? saying <laughs> You were saying we needed to guess I thought you were asking us to guess what she said because it was dumb, no. not because it was terrible. No, I was asking you to guess the correct answers. Uh, and then yeah. I was going to let you know why Steve Harvey had to put her in time out in the middle of Celebrity Family Feud against Kathy Jimmy. That Whoa. is what happened. Yuck. I think
0: if you make Kathy and Jimmy, if you make her blush, like you've done something. I See, I thought that's why I guessed Cheek, just to deconstruct my whole answer in this whole joke here. Right. I guess Cheek because it could go Butt cheek or face cheek. So I thought maybe she's well, being a little smirky, you know. To be
1: honest, butt cheek and anus are very different parts of the back. The back. It still side. is. It's a different. It's a different it's real estate. You're right. It's a different experience for everyone involved.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, another one who just missed the cut, Christoph Waltz. Um, and this is look. He's a he's Say a fantastic Say it right. Guy. Say it right. Christoph Waltz, like Thank that. You. Okay, uh-huh. like that. Um, I think he's a tremendous actor. I think he is such a good character actor. But I do think. This has kind of been the whisper around Chris Scouts, you know, who are talking about this pageant Um, and analysts. They've said he's so good as uh, Colonel Hans Landa in *Inglorious Bastards that it just feels weird to give him votes because it feels like you're voting for a Nazi. And I feel like that's a real thing. Because you know?
1: do you think he could be a Nazi? Like, no, secretly? I'm not saying that.
0: I'm Chris, uh, you know. uh, Christopher Waltz uh, lawyers. I'm not saying that. Jamie said that, but I am definitely not saying that. But I just right. think it's one of those things that white people got to look out for. Like I think Leo's done a good job when he was Calvin Candide and he was like a super right? racist, you know. Yeah. But he's like I'm all these other things, and you're always preoccupied with me dating your women. So you forget about that. But if you're a white guy who's like, I'm just gonna do one role and it's the biggest role and I'm gonna be a super racist, you gotta be careful. You gotta watch out for that. Yeah,
1: you have to watch out. Just like Jane Dorton,
0: I just feel like he likes to like have quiet sex and like hurt people. Like I feel like that's what he does. Even though I know he doesn't, but that's a character.
1: oh, Oh, and you're saying that's bad.
0: Yeah, oh no, I'm just saying that's that's what I know about him. That's what I know okay. about him. You know Okay,
1: well not everybody thinks that's negative.
0: Sure, but maybe he wants maybe he does like Pokemon and he just wants to be known for that. But you know, you gotta do that
1: then. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Norton does
0: Pokemon. You don't know. You don't know maybe he does. That's what equity looks like, Jamie. That's, that's what equity <laughs> looks like. <laughs>
1: that's right. Okay, up next, the another one who almost made the cut and of course that is Christmas. Christmas. Mm. Now look, there's so many great things about Christmas, right? Baby Jesus, which is not when he was born, but that's fine. The music, the seeing your family, maybe the movies, maybe mm-hmm. decorating. But here's the thing. Christmas has it's everything that you think is going to be great about it. Eventually, your unmet expectations are the reason that Christmas did not make the cut in this pageant. You expect something to go this way, and then it doesn't. Look, and you've got overpriced travel. You have seeing family you don't want to see. And then, of course, ham as an entree. It's just a garbage holiday. It's a garbage holiday.
0: And I do think in pop culture, they act like you see – everybody goes out for, like, beers with old high school buddies during Christmas because everyone's home. I've never seen that happen. No one's ever talked about that in real life. I've never seen that actually go down. I do think you're right, though. I think uh, it's the unmet expectations that go with Christmas and the. the Right. If you would
1: lower. See, Christmas could have made the finalist list if y'all would all lower your expectations for Christmas, but you won't. Every time you're like, this will be the time when my kid is amazed by the tree. And then your kid kicks the tree and it's like, I hate Christmas. And you're like, well, this is devastating.
0: And you know, you know what almost uh, made the top list, but also didn't? Uh, Christmas Eve services. I'm kidding. That's a joke. It didn't even get close. It didn't even sniff <laughs> the top on. <laughs>
1: that's an anti. That's an anti-christ.
0: Because they're terrible. Uh, another one, Crystals, the um, uh, restaurant, the, the, the fast food dining. place. Yes, okay. that's right. That's okay. right. Um, uh, it's it, for people. I don't know if this is like an extremely southeastern restaurant. I'm assuming it is, um, but it is like if Waffle House was a drive-through restaurant, where customer service non-existent. <laughs> Uh, it's 80% bread, 20% meat, and it is 100% guaranteed to give you Dollarria. It's just going to do it. Okay. And I don't even know how. It's just bread and meat. There's no reason oh, it should give you
1: Dollarria. The headquarters for Crystals is in Chattanooga, Tennessee, but there are okay. 360 locations.
0: Man, it's probably, honestly, 340 more than there need to be. It is just not a good experience. They do have corn dogs. Their fries are okay, but then they do like chili and it's just chilly yeah it's like everything they want to give you uh uh, intestinal distress in in a restaurant now like what can i what would you like to order tonight so it's just uh, i love the idea in theory but it's just it's never going to crack the top 10
1: no it's not well it's speaking of restaurants i'm also going to go for ruth chris okay here's the thing pro great steak reasonable price Locations around the world.
0: I'm sorry, I'm going to stop you. A reasonable price? It is not a reasonable price. That's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but well, here's and here's why it's not a reasonable price. Because man, it sure does take a lot of money to operate that place. Because during the pandemic, Ruth Chris took 20 million in PPP loans. 20 million dollars, which meant small businesses they ran out of money because they'd given it to roots chris despite the fact that the ceo makes 6.1 million dollars a year they fired they fired all their they fired all their hourly employees they didn't use any of that money for their hourly employees also roots chris has the worst sides the worst sides do not bring broccoli to this table when we are having beef i want something that is tan in color and has a cheese option on it. Okay, okay, that's what As I'm a, looking for. I'm
0: a big broccoli enthusiast, and I would say the the rationale there is, you, you've got like uh, 28 pounds of beef right. that's got to move through your intestines. Sure. We give you broccoli to do that.
1: You know what helps move through your system? A what? nice layer of baked potato.
0: <laughs> I think that. <laughs> the I don't fast. think you understand Listen, biology.
1: Well, and also the name Ruth Chris. You know why it's called that? It's because she bought a restaurant called. Chris okay. and literally she just went well this is Roost Chris now like like a baller but now it screwed her over for the rest of her life because even upon her uh her leaving the company and selling it, she was like, that was the dumbest decision I ever made.
0: Okay. Like, is that a true story? Or did you make that up? That is up? a
1: true story. No, I didn't
0: make that up. That's a true if, story. If that's a true story, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? No. When you buy it something, you get to name it whatever you want now all of a sudden. Why are you doing yeah. Ruth's Chris? And it, like for someone who doesn't say S's really well, this is a disaster of a restaurant to try to visit. Are you no, kidding That's right. Me? But but if we
1: ever sell the PMG, like say uh, say a guy named Chad wants to buy it, it could be sure. Chad's PMG.
0: Chad's the pop Chad's the podcast with Knox and Jamie and Chad I just come on and chad there's better things to do ridiculous they did I had that's the first time I had olives in my salad at Ruth Chris steakhouse and I was like this this is flavor innovation folks. this is incredible. My other uh, uh, Chris that didn 't make the top group is Chris Angel. And this is important for me because I want to get on the same page because there's a proper way to say his name. And I want to see how you guys say like okay. how do you pronounce Chris Angel? How do you say if you're if you're talking to a friend and you're like, I've got tickets to see Chris Angel tonight, how I do you say, say that?
1: I would say Chris Anhal.
0: Okay. Okay. That's incorrect. Aaron, Aaron, how do you do it? Chris Angel? No oh, God, Aaron, you brought nothing I'm to that. Sorry. You, <laughs> no, I- no I was just confirming no, I was confirming <laughs> this
1: you wanted me to no because he literally said Chris Angel and you were like yeah. Chris angel <laughs> I'm yeah. just making sure no. uh, i would i would say chris 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 and Jill
0: that made me sadder <laughs> so so i I am prompt to ask you a question you brought nothing to it that's okay, but then you prepped and you revved up and you Gave me your fastball and it was the same. And that's not okay. I'm not a good my it? feet.
1: I'm not a good so fastball. How do you say it's okay. It?
0: It's okay. It's Chris Angel Mind Freak. You have to say Mind Freak.
1: Oh. <laughs> you have to say Mind Freak.
0: Otherwise who but are we talking about? Mind,
1: isn't a Mind Freak a specific special that he did? That's not his Christian proper name.
0: No, I think oh it's God. like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. It's not just Ruth's Steakhouse anymore. It's Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Like, that's how it is. No, Chris so I, is
1: in the middle. That would be like if I said Chris Mindfreak. That is different than Chris Angel
0: Mindfreak. Well, Mindfreak's not his last name. Why would you say that? That doesn't make any sense. Angel's clearly you say his last it? name. You,
1: you've, made us, you've made it included. Why do we have to say it? Do you know think- there's a news alert for Chris Angel right now? Yeah, because I know, Aaron, because
0: he, he almost killed genuine. He almost, he killed almost genuine. freaking killed genuine. Oh my gosh. Which, honestly, that's why he's left off the list. Okay. Because that's Pony because- was a staple of my middle school dance experiences. Because it was when I was awkwardly avoiding interaction and dancing, where I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, I just get a weird feeling about what he is speaking of in the lyrics of this song. Um so so credit to him for that. But I do think Chris Angel, I think he supplanted David Blaine.
1: As the cultural
0: magician of our time, and I, I, I just think pop culture gives us certain things that are unwritten rules, unspoken rules, like we talked about before. When you uh, say the title to the Disney movie Wally, you don't say Wally, you say Wally. And when you talk about Chris Angel, you say Chris Angel my Freak. And I just think that's, that's and, just In both
1: of those examples, no one ever does either of those.
0: Everyone things. does that. Everyone I know does that. Right, and that's okay. why I hang out with the coolest people ever. Do you know? <laughs>
1: Do you know where your best friend is right now on vacation? <laughs>
0: You know, I don't share locations. <laughs> that's an invasion of privacy. I like to let people live. That is their
1: accurate. Lives. Knox does not share locations. We never know where he is when he's on vacation.
0: That's how. Um, how old do you think Chris Angel Mind Freak is?
1: Forty-eight. Okay, Aaron. I'm going like I'm looking at his pictures of his Vegas show. I'm going fifty-six.
0: Fifty-four. Well done, Aaron.
1: Wow. Fifty-four. Uh, wow.
0: Fifty-four. He looks. That's crazy. That's just crazy. Wait,
1: does he look good or does he look not good? He looks good
0: for fifty-four. Okay.
1: Well, he's a magician. He should look good.
0: He's a mind freak, actually, Jamie. <laughs> That's yeah. fair.
1: That's fair. Okay, my last one of one that almost made the cut but didn't, and that, of course, is Kit Kat. Okay, so mm. hear me out. Listen, you might argue, first of all, well, Kit, I, t- I already told you Kit was a nickname.
0: Yeah, but also, I don't accept that, so I don't but, accept But,
1: no, wait, it's a created by a pastry chef whose literal name is Christopher Kat. I'm not <laughs> even making that up. <laughs> So, obviously, Kit Kat is great. Chocolate and wafer, easy to share. It's not my favorite candy, but I know a lot of people love it. 87 flavors in America, 300 in Japan, where they freaking love Kit Kats. They have ginger ale Kit Kats. They have steak Kit Kats. They, like, love themselves some Kit Kats. But here's why I didn't make the cut. And it's because of one choice that they've made that sometimes candy makes, and it's always a mistake, and that is white Chocolate. No. White chocolate. Listen to me. First of all, white chocolate, as a reminder, A, not chocolate. Okay. No. It's not made from cocoa powder or beans. It's made from cocoa butter, which is just a vegetable fat. Okay. That comes from a bean. It's not actually chocolate. And guess what? It's also not white. It's pale yellow. If it mm. is white, then it's not even made from cocoa butter. It's made from just vegetable oil and they've added some artificial flavor. I'm just saying it's not white. It's not chocolate. Please, candy makers, stop forcing. I'm talking to you, Reese's. I'm talking to you, yeah. Hershey's. Stop forcing white chocolate on us. None of us want it. And if you do want it, you need to self-reflect because you've got I some just, other issues. Who
0: are settle. the people who out there like, I want oh, the white there chocolate? Are, there
1: are people right now listening that are like, what? You're saying people don't love white chocolate?
0: Um, I can't believe there's multiple flavors to kick at. I don't even understand that. That's ridiculous. Uh, the last one I have, is this was a tough one because she almost snuck in. It was, it was uh, the breadth of a hair that kept her off this list. But it is Christina Ricci. She did just miss the top <gasps> no, list.
1: No, I love her. That's right. Her. She
0: did have a star turn in Yellow Jackets this year, reminding so everyone how so great good. she is. What a great show. What a great performance. She's returning to the Addams Family Netflix project. She's not making a big deal about it. She's not like, how dare you recast Wednesday, even though I'm not her age anymore. She's just delightfully accepted a role, and she's going to do that. Um, and she's also going to be the voice of Harley Quinn on... I think it's some kind of podcast project, and I wish I could be more official about that. Seeing as how we do have a podcast company, but they just don't give me any details on that. No, I just know don't. she's Harley Quinn, and that's enough for me. So, are we Neri a sants Probably. It's probably oh, happening. Oh, I'm so glad we are. But I maybe love her. next year for her understanding that.
1: I know, and listen, she survived uh, Reese Witherspoon trying to ruin her life with that pig movie. So yeah, that's good true. Good for her. Whoa. Good for her.
0: And she also survived uh, Black Snake Moan, which was which is just.
1: Also- which, by the way, fun fact, is also, after the lips, your favorite part for a man to kiss.
0: Nope. Not mine. <laughs> not mine. Maybe maybe Aaron's, though. Maybe Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Christina Aguilera's Dirty Face no, was amazing. No, movie... No,
1: Aaron's kissing Ben on the forehead. <laughs> I didn't understand the question.
0: Like a dad. Aaron, do you have big dad energy with romance?
1: I didn't understand the question.
0: Do you show Ben as your trading cards? Like I again, victory? I
1: did not understand the question. It was poorly placed I'll in front you. of me. That's right. I said it.
0: Do you like to have a catch with Ben when he gets home from work? Uh <laughs> Every spring, I'm reminded that there's nothing like a fresh start in spring cleaning. This year, we're taking things one step further with our spring refresh at the McCoy House. Sure, it's been a lot of work to get here, but we're all so excited to settle into our new space. If you've ever moved before, you know there's nothing like the first night in a new room, and the difference that soft, breathable, all-new bedding can make. Bowl and Branches signature sheets are the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep and are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and feel incredible on night one, yet they still get softer with every single wash bowl and branch very kindly sent us a code to try out their sheets and i and by i i mean my wife ashley picked the signature hemmed sheet set and cream we both were so impressed that the quality and softness were so good and so nice they were super breathable which i'm also thankful for with summer just around the corner sleep better with the softest most breathable bedding from bowl and branch go to bowlandbranchcom podcast for 15 percent off your first sheet set plus free shipping that's bowl and branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d
1: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
0: Uh, Let's get to it now. The people have been waiting, you know, we've been dithering, but they want to know who's the Chris of the year. Who is the new Chris America? Um, So we want to talk about which Chris has the belt. Jamie, uh, do you want to explain what a belt is? Like, What do you mean when we say the belt?
1: Can I I say exactly what you wrote in the show notes? (laughs) This is what guys this is behind the scenes Knox wrote belt meaning the championship belt a term from pro wrestling and i don't mean this to be mansplaining just ensuring proper context
0: There you go <laughs> Knox
1: Knox is never mansplaining to me he is never mansplaining I wasn't so sure you. if you
0: knew that that's a very common thing where no, i come from No i did, from. but only because okay.
1: i grew up with like Hulk Hogan and uh Andre the Giant
0: Yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. so whoever's got the belt they're the champ so they're we're trying champ. to decide which chris has the belt so um let's go through and uh, do you want us to decide, or would you rather put it up to a vote? So everyone, after they listen to this episode, we'll put it up on Instagram and they can vote. for Yes, the I course. like a
1: vote. I like okay. listen. Let the people. This could be a people's choice. Chris America. Patrick. I love it. I love. I love it. it. I love it. Okay, so first up, our first finalist is of course Chris Jenner. Kristen Mary Jenner is a business comma woman okay (laughs) this momager has not just created one iconic brand in the tv show keeping up with the kardashians that was her idea she was the showrunner uh but also it's now the kardashians she takes a 10% cut from every single thing her children make, every gig, every lip kit, every Skims tank top, every pair of Good American jeans, she's helped them create 15 wildly successful businesses. Here's the best part: she's worth 200 million, and she has never had to put her name on anything. And she's been, and she's the CEO of nothing, and she's worth 200 million dollars. That's the way to do it. Now, I know that you might be listening and you're like, "Wait, aren't the aren't the Kardashians problematic? Don't we have her to blame for problematic?" Okay. Well, then I assume if you're thinking that, that you don't shop at Amazon or have an iPhone or buy gas at Exxon or wear Nikes or buy clothes from Zara or search the internet on Google or follow us on Instagram. Okay? Okay?
0: So don't come at me
1: about Chris Jenner. I know she's problematic because her kids are problematic, but everybody's problematic. So you just have to pick your problematic. And I choose to keep Chris Jenner as a finalist in this contest.
0: I think the pro for her is... I think probably if she was a guy or in a different industry or had, like, what? different products, what? she would there would be more glowing, like, Forbes articles about right? her. Right? Oh. I think the con would be there's a little bit of a Lou Perlman vibe to her of objectifying and commoditizing people. And,
1: you know, that's why that's do, why would people. you ha- Why would you have children if that's not the purpose?
0: You're, listen, you're preaching to the choir here. You are Thank preaching to the choir. Thank you. Uh, one of my finalists is Chris Rock. Okay. And this is interesting for me because, you know, I like to think in terms of pros and cons. So I think pro, um, he has parlayed his comedy into acting. He's involved in a lot of projects. Um, he's been in Fargo. He was in Amsterdam. Um, so he's definitely becoming a multi hyphenate. The con associated with that is that he's not good at acting, actually. Right. Uh, he was terrible in Fargo, and Amsterdam yeah. is an unmitigated disaster. Um, uh, the a pro would be if you had to think of like, I, you know, anecdotally, if you looked for the most like uh, Google searches associated with the name Chris this year, it would probably be Chris Rock. Now oh, the con there up. is it's because he got slapped in the face by Will Smith. Uh-huh, so yes. I don't know. I don't know he what that is. He said
1: hands down. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: hands up and down. Uh, that, that would be bad. So um, I think the thing about him hosting the Oscars was... We forget he already wasn't doing a good job before he got smacked, you know? Um, but that's been uh, quieted because of all the sympathy now we have for, for Chris Rock. So I think a lot of this is tethered to what does he do? What does he do with the currency he has from getting slapped in the face on national TV? Um, I think he's made it, it's made, been made into some comedy. Uh, uh, I think he's going to turn it into a tour, maybe. But I just don't know that we have the whole picture to be able to name him Chris of the Year yet, just because we don't know. We don't know what he's done with it at this point. That's right.
1: Um, Our next finalist is, of course, Christopher Michael Pratt. He's an actor. You may have met him when he was – he played Bright on Everwood or Andy on Parks and Rec, but you for sure know him as Peter in Guardians of the Galaxy or Owen in Jurassic Park. When Pratt was 19, he waited tables at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Maui while he was homeless, living in his van, and he was discovered by actress Ray Dawn Chong. And it was over. He's one Kid – teen and people's choice awards he's donated millions of dollars to charity including one he created himself called feed that neighbor tackling food insecurity here's the thing a lot of controversy about like uh we've tried to villainize him uh because we're like he gives money to super conservative candidates the only public records of him giving to candidates is obama okay uh then they were like he goes to an anti-lgbtq church uh, Brian Houston even came out of Minnesota and he's like he's never been at our church. And listen, Brian Houston's gross, but like he at least admitted like he's never gone to our church. Like yeah. that's full song. That's not it. Also, ed.
0: got some bad news for everybody. Pretty much every church is an anti- anti-LGBTQ plus I church.
1: I know. Sadly. Now, to be fair, the con is. Uh, and listen, his co-stars have come out in droves. Every co-star on every project is like, Chris is one of the nicest human beings that's ever lived. He goes above and beyond for everybody. He serves. He cares. He does make a wish at everything he does. He's a good guy, right? Here's the thing. And his wife, they, they, somebody said to me once, they were like, well, he's divorced. I was like, yeah, because his wife cheated on him while she was filming a movie. Like, that's exactly, yeah, that right. sometimes happens when you get cheated on. You divorce. Now, to be fair... Is Chris voicing Mario and the Super Mario Brothers and sounding like Linda from Bob's Burgers? Yes, yes. And he do is. we That's understand true. why he's doing that? No, we do not understand. Okay.
0: That. And the problem with that is that he was like, I dedicated a lot of time and thought into how I wanted Mario to sound, no, and it and just sounds not. like a bad Jersey accent.
1: No, It's not good. It's not good. So there are some cons there, but I do think in terms of longevity of career and diversity of career, I think he's done a lot of. I think he's done a lot of heavy lifting. I think he's he's uh, he's up there in terms of best Chris.
0: Okay, this is, it's so interesting to me because I think, I think everything you said, I, I agree with completely. Um, he is a lightning rod though. So I don't know. I know. Just because can you win when you're that notorious to um, certain groups of people? Um, is he good at acting? I don't know. No. A lot of the projects he's been in, I don't know that they're good. They're successful. They're commercially appealing, but I don't know. And he's also, I think he has bad taste in voice work. Because he's also doing Garfield the Cat. I don't know how I feel about that, Jamie. How do but you I feel about that? But I loved him in
1: the Lego movie. The Lego movie, he was excellent in the Lego he's movie. He's perfect
0: in the Lego movie. So yes. I just, I think he. you could argue he's probably easily the most successful, especially right now. Right?
1: Well, I would make the argument that what happened to him was he became a leading man and he should have stayed a, a character actor. Yeah. That he got trapped because it's because he looked he looked so good in a zero dark 30 when he played a seal team member and then he got fat and uh then he got skinny again and people mm-hmm. were like look at him getting fat and skinny fat and skinny fat and skinny and people were like well that's a start that's what hap- that's what start that's what Tom Hanks does he'll yeah. be the next Tom Hanks when really I think he should have stayed like the Phillips Seymour Hoffman I think he could have cuz I think he's great in Parks and Rec and he plays that role really well I think that's who he could have been but he was forced and listen he's rich because of it so it's not a bad thing but you
0: know I think I think he could be a leading guy I just think they need to emphasize the rascally nature of him yeah. because I do like him as Star-Lord. And I do – I feel like I've talked about this movie a billion times, but Magnificent Seven, where he's basically oh, an yeah. a-hole. Right. But I love – I think he's so good. I think there is a Han Solo aspect to him that he has not ever given a chance to do. He's, he's just like the straight wooden guy instead of kind of the smart aleck. And I think yeah. he's a great smart aleck. So I don't, know, I don't know why he doesn't do that more. So that will be interesting to see how people respond to him. Let's go to another Chris um honestly this is probably the chris that the people want you know chris evans it is yeah but i don't know that there are any receipts to support him being chris of the year because i think the pro obviously he's the most likable he's probably the most internet savvy chris um i don't know i'm probably not the guy to say this but aesthetically do you think he's the most um Uh, visually appealing Chris of all the Chris's?
1: I have a folder full of screenshots that says he is, yeah. Sure,
0: okay, so there's that. Uh, The cons, though... This year, he was in Lightyear, a movie no one asked for and no one wanted. That's right. Um, he was in The Gray Man, a movie that literally everyone hated except for me, um, which I maintain I loved it. I loved him in it specifically. It's
1: still illogical that you loved it. Okay. Yeah.
0: He leaked a pee pick and acted like it was an accident when it was definitely intentional. Uh, it was, like, just admit I, it.
1: And listen, we're all the better for it. Thank you so much. And he,
0: you know, uh, he's got some stuff coming down the pike that I think will be good stuff, but he's also got a rock movie he's co-starring with, which that's The Kiss of Death. That's not going to be a great movie. And he's in yet another... Uh, Anna de Armas movie which this is like the third one so like are you guys gonna do it or what like can you just like tell me what's up what's going on uh, with you two and I think the rock
1: one is a Christmas movie right it's I think it's a Christmas movie
0: I, I don't know Jamie whatever it is is not gonna be good so no. I don't know no. that even after this we're gonna be swayed on like his uh, bona fides at being Chris of the year
1: I do know that he has, like, longer hair right now for this Christmas TV, and he has, like, a five o'clock shadow, and I'm into that. Yeah. And I will be honest with you, uh, Lizzo is still into him, so as long as Lizzo approves, I approve.
0: Okay. Okay. If he wins, though, it'll be, like, somebody in high school winning valedictorian and having, like, the worst GPA, but everyone just, like, likes them the most. Everyone's just, like, they're just, like,
1: Isn't there something lovely about someone being a likable person and maybe not being, like, you don't have any, like... There's no clear controversy surrounding him, other than Lily. Lily James went on one date with him and was like, "No, thank you." You know? Oh
0: wow. Okay. Okay. That's uh, that's interesting to me. That's a that's a red flag. I know. She'll, well, she'll bust up a marriage. Well, allegedly. no, that's not,
1: but I think that's what it was. I think she was like, "You're too nice. I would like to end this person's marriage." Oh, she's like, instead. "You're like a care bear." No, no, she's the problematic good. one. She's the gotcha. problematic one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. My last uh, submission for the finalists is, of course. Uh, Christopher no middle name Hemsworth okay he's an actor from Australia he was on a soap opera for 171 episodes as my little days of our lives heart from watching uh as the world turns with my grandmother growing up while I ate sleeves of uh saltines (laughs) I have an affection for anyone who started on a soap opera he also competed on Dancing with the Stars where he finished in fifth place I kind of love that. That almost kept him from being cast as Thor because they were like, are people going to buy you as a serious actor if you were fifth place on Dancing with the Stars? But he did get to do it. His movies make him the highest box office Chris in history with $12 billion earned from 25 films. He's been married for 12 years to his beautiful wife, Elsa, and they have a daughter and twin boys named Tristan and Sasha. I cannot get over it. He, too, has won a Kids, Teen, and People's Choice Award. He's joining the Mad Max franchise in the prequel film. He's playing Joe, which I secretly love. And he will be portraying Hulk Hogan in an upcoming biopic. Here's the thing. I I would argue no cons, other than maybe not a good actor. But other than
0: that. it's it's, Yeah, it's a little (laughs) bit of a big con, but I I hear you. No, no,
1: no. I don't think I need. But you know what I don't need? I don't need him to be a good actor. I need him to be pretty. I need him to have a sense of humor about himself. And I need him to like carry around those twins at the same time. They're 8 years old. He can carry them both at the same time. I love that.
0: Okay, I I don't I don't disagree and again, I think the problem is uh, he's going to split votes with Chris Evans as like generally likable uh, yes. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. generally decent guys, um, no big film credits to their name like with Chris Hemsworth if you take the Marvel out of it, what's he what's he up to, you know? Is a spider-head where he's like supposed to be a smart guy because he wears glasses, but he's not really. He was in The
1: Ghostbusters remake. The, he he's, like the so yeah. he's like the secretary so he's like not toxic that.
0: that's it's, great i guess i don't know i i do i like how australian he is if we're just like uh, if we're just revealing ourselves i just i do like that listen
1: he doesn't even live in la he's like no i am australian born and bred and i will stay here and i will support my continent country I think and home my
0: pro- my problem is uh this might be a hot take but i think uh, his brother's a better actor so i do think that's going to cost some people which to brother luke Liam? 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 I think Liam What's Liam, I think Liam doing?
1: Liam's not in anything.
0: Some of the emotional stakes he turns in in Hunger Games, Jamie, it will bring you to the oh, floor God. with the most.
1: A decade ago? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, that's his great. work as
0: Gale is transformative and it's and it stands the test of time. <laughs> uh, but I think my fear is he's gonna split votes with Chris Evans. I really do. I really no, do. No, I
1: am worried about that as well. I I, I I'm worried that the finalist you're bringing to the table next is actually the one that's gonna rise above the Okay, rise. this is
0: interesting. So let's talk about Christian Bale, who um I think in terms of all the Chris's, he is the most um, critically acclaimed, right? Of course, yes. He has his hands in uh, many different um, projects. I think he has the most respect. I think he has the best track record of all the Chris's. I would say, despite being the most talented and formidable actor in this group, he is headlining the biggest bomb of the year, like by a factor oh, of 10.
1: like, un. It's an unmitigated flop. Like, yeah. you guys, we talked about it in The More You Know. This movie, and is it Christian Bale? Is it Taylor Swift? I might argue <laughs> when Taylor Swift shows up in a movie, it's not going to do well. You
0: now, know? you might be saying, Dr. Jamie, that's not fair. Christian Bale is just part of the movie. He's part of a giant ensemble. Well, I would answer to you, listener, he actually has an executive producing stake in this movie. Like, he helped get this made. This is and a again, passion project.
1: And again, the director... Again, that he helped choose as an executive director to get the funding for the film, mm-hmm. he chose a guy who uh, may or may not have allegedly sexually assaulted his own uh, niece.
0: Allegedly out plan of Planet Fitness, which is – That's right. There's nothing you should be doing out plan of Planet Fitness that's no, not exercise. That's right. Um, so it, he also gave – I think it was a GQ interview that we didn't get to talk about in The More You Know, but um, it's truly bananas because it is a guy who seems like a decent dude, but he does like a two-parter interview And the first one he like doesn't, I I encourage everybody to read it and it'll be in the show notes, but he's trying to like, uh, run out the clock. And then he comes back for the second part. He's like, I feel really bad that I iced you out. Like, and they deconstructed interviews, which when I read an interview with Christian Bale, I don't want to read about deconstructing interviews. I want to read about Christian Bale stuff, you know? And he has like the, the, the goatee of a, I feel like when we did this originally, he had like civil war, general facial hair. And now he's come back to it. It's actually come full circle. He's still Civil War general facial hair.
1: Yes. And, but, and, you know, I think he's going to be, what's the movie? He's going to be the pastor who becomes a drug runner for a Mexican cartel, the Church yes. of Living Dangerously. Yes, yeah.
0: that's right. So, I, I, and I think in terms of, uh, especially in the interview, he talked about not do, wanting to do a lot of work, like really wanting to pull back. So I don't know that this is a winner that will choose. I do think part of the Chris America is you choose so, someone who's on the come up, not someone who has already crested and it's going to begin falling. Well, then, so, it's, Chris
1: Sh- then it's Chris Jenner. You're welcome. Thank <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> okay, so those are the finalists. Um, I'll be honest. This feels like a year where, like, 9-3 and three LSU is in a national title game. And you're like, Ooh, oh, I don't know about this. I don't yuck. know if this is a good thing. But we got to have a winner. So uh, we'll put this this week. After you listen, we'll put this on Instagram. And we encourage everybody to vote so we can decide as a group. Let the people decide who the Chris uh, of the year is.
1: I know. And we'll crown them and announce it in next week's episode.
0: All right, that's it for our conversation about Chris uh, Chris America's uh, and Chris America candidates. If you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know at slash 476. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights?
1: <gasps> Let's do some lights.
0: All right, what is your red light this week?
1: My red light this week is Taylor Swift. Now, hear me out. I am very much looking forward to hearing the Midnight's album that comes out on Friday, October 21st. Here's what I'm not I'm not interested in anymore. Her talking about the album coming out. Look, she's all, here's the track list. Isn't this exciting? And then maybe there are Easter eggs. But here's also a video about me not liking you speculating about Easter eggs. In a way, that's not what I want. I want you to only think about the songs, not about the rest of my life, despite the fact that I put March out every seven and a half days and try to convince you to buy it. I also don't like that she's making her Swifties, who never has a group been committed to a group. I I would say it's BTS and Taylor Swift have the most ardent fans. Yes. And will show up for those artists in a way that is unrivaled, right? But the fact that you're like, if you get all four of these albums, you can make a clock. And like... And it's the same album. There's not, the albums aren't different. There's nothing different about the albums other than the cover and now you can make a clock. I don't like that. It feels like a money grab. Are you There's saying no, a clock?
0: Like a, that you tell time with?
1: Yeah, you put the four vinyls together and then it comes with a little thing that you can put in the middle of where the four corners meet and it makes a clock because you know it's called midnights.
0: What's the timing mechanism? I don't understand how this works. Like how does no. it tell time? If Is you it buy all four,
1: It's a package deal. So if you buy all four vinyls and by all four, I mean four of the same vinyl although one's orange and one's kind of blue it's just different covers and then they put together and you spend all the money on that also there's no lead single it's just taylor and a valencia filter talking to a toy phone and being like this track is named karma and but don't ask about my relationship with joe like i just know i hate I'm not, all I'm not. this and i, I don't
0: mean to fixate on the clock but like it actually tells time like a hand moves or it's just yeah. like it's no how? It i don't understand clock. this
1: Clocks have, mecha- like, clocks work. because I know, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but you
0: buy four right. vinyl albums. Right. And it makes a In a, a clock. package
1: deal. In a package deal.
0: In a package deal. Okay, I feel like there's yes. a lot of mystery in a package deal. Because you're saying well, you the buy package four vinyl albums. the
1: package has the clock part in it.
0: How? Four different pieces of a clock and then you put it together? Because a
1: manufacturer made a clock component and then they put it in a package deal on the website and they said if you buy all four, then you also get the mechanics
0: for the clock. You were acting like this is a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation and you'd have to go to Walmart (laughs) to get one, this place to get another one, and then the clock works all of a sudden. No, I'm surprised she didn't
1: do that. I'm surprised she didn't do that, but she did not do that. Uh, I hate
0: everything you just said about Taylor Swift. I know.
1: You should hate it because it's like okay, great. There's a song called Midnight Rain. That's great. I, that's fine. This just wasn't exciting. It what you tried to trick us into thinking it's exciting. It's not. And when your Swifties, because I'm on Swift Talk, when your Swifties go digging and try to come up with fun Easter eggs, you then have to do like a, mm, I'm going to do a video and I don't like that you're talking about me this way. Well, then you've created an empire on Easter eggs. You can't be mad when your fans pursue that line of thinking it's just the whole it's thing stupid. is okay. stupid the only and person name- who
0: should have an empire and easter eggs is the easter bunny and that should be the end of that we shouldn't do that anymore that's right uh, taylor swift it feels like uh music's version of kevin durant these are two people who are super on the internet and always logged on and it feels like taylor swift is like kevin durant in that she reads everything everyone says about her all the time yes and sometimes you just need to log off and like make the thing and be great at the thing instead of making and I, album clocks that exactly, I still and don't quite this, understand, but we're know, just going to let it go. I know,
1: But I think, and that's the problem too, is she is very good at making the thing. But I think instead of just leaving her fans to the mysteries, she's like, don't talk about Joe this way. I love Joe. Joe's not a beard. Let Like, let a, who cares? Why do you have to say that? Is it because Joe is also reading everything and y'all are sitting at the table with your $100 million house going, yeah. Dang it! I hate that they don't think you're real. <laughs> you
0: yeah, Far Daddy O9 Nine doesn't think you're real, Joe. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Terrible. Exactly.
1: So just like, girl, and then don't make don't make truly precious little fans who have limited income. Don't make them buy four albums because then they feel like they've missed out, and they feel like they can't compete in content creation because they don't have the clock albums. You know, I just I don't.
0: Who is buying clocks anymore? I don't understand that who's buying a clock for the wall? I just feel like, who's buying watches? Honestly, uh, like, is the watch industry done? Because Apple I feel like Apple Watch has killed the watch industry. Oh,
1: no. People, there are people who really love a, like a very expensive, uh, uh, what's a fancy watch? Rolls-Royce. Wow. Royce. They Watching a- your face look for Listen, a fancy watch Name was <laughs> <laughs> the joy of was, my life. All I kept saying was Rolls-Royce, Rolls-Royce, and I was like, no, that's not a watch. Just keep going. You can find <laughs> wow. it. That's good. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Okay, what's your red light?
0: My red light is, uh, is Tom Brady I- <laughs> I feel like we were both reflective with our red lights. So to us. We were, we us. were. yes. Uh, he, he's playing terrible. Um, he probably definitely betrayed his wife and provoked a divorce just because he can't quit football. Um, he's shilling for health strategies that are less than scientific. And he's screaming at his offensive linemen who were, none of them are starters because they're all injured. And meanwhile, he's wearing like the ugliest hat on the face of earth while he's screaming at them. It's just a tough look. And you got to know, you got to know when it's over. You got. Sometimes my son will come down. It'll be eleven, like on a weekend. He's like, "I'm gonna stay up and like play something or watch something." And yeah. I'm like, "Man, don't chase the night. Like, let the night be over if you don't know what to do with it." And Tom is like, just chasing the night, and it's it's over. It's over, Tom.
1: You think it's hard? I, I'm. Let me let me ask. Since you follow sports so closely, is it just really difficult for athletes when this is defined their entire adulthood? Like, yes. there's never been a version of them that hasn't done this. Isn't it, wouldn't it be just so difficult to leave the thing, especially when you think I can overcome the limitations of my body?
0: Yes. And I won't paint with a broad brush because I feel like that's probably more of a male thing. Uh, Definitely with male athletes. Uh, But definitely. with
1: Hey, (laughs) hey, get the six foot mile brush out because you can paint with it
0: guys still talking about what they did in high school and uh, they're 40. It's like, hey, it's over. It's been over for a while now. But right. yeah, I think w- you've got identity attached to it. But you know, I think um, most of the time I, th- I think it's particularly difficult and unique in the situation because most of the time football decides for you. Like Pate Manning would still be playing if he could, but his like neck and arm broke. Like, Completely. And now
1: he's moved on to a successful post-football
0: career. That's right. But that decision was made for him. No one's making that decision for Tom Brady now. Uh, okay. So he's allowed to do it. But I think now after the season, they will. So it's just – I think that it tr- it really is – it sucks if this did influence, like, the divorce or the impending divorce. Oh, yeah. It's like, dog, that's your family. You got kids. You got a wife. Like And she's supported you, invested in you. Like just so you can your be material for the bucks.
1: Your kids will watch this footage back and, yeah. and see that you chose this over them.
0: Yeah. Forget that. I don't know. Maybe somebody, one of your fans like put $50 on you doing an MVP and they're just thinking like <laughs> they just wasted that money. Forget that. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying this is like this is sad. This is beneath you, Tom. No, so stop. Stop sure. right now. Uh, what's your green light this week?
1: You guys, I have the perfect October read. Listen, you're not ready. This is so good. So it's called River Woman, River Demon by Jennifer Given. Listen, it is a thriller with paranormal elements that are juicy good. And look, it's not it's not so scary that it's hard, but it does have a, like a vibe of Stephen King to it. But it's about a woman, Eva, who uh, her husband, who is a college professor, he's arrested for the murder of a mutual friend of theirs who has drowned. And... Eva herself, she has had her best friend drowned when she was little. And so now these are questions of like, is Eva the common denominator? Is the husband, did, was he having an affair? What's happening? And the book is all about helping. You're kind of wandering through Eva, finding out and learning the truth about what really happened. And there's all kinds of kooky stuff that happens. And maybe there are childhood ghosts that come in. I don't know. But it is so good. It's the psychological thriller where you're just like, and look, I regret reading it in a new creepy house with yeah. creepy noises that I wasn't prepared for. And so then I had to immediately turn on every light and then try to go to bed with all the <laughs> lights on. It was hard, but god, it's and listen, Jennifer is such a brilliant writer because the way that she weaves the the, the place when an author can put you in a space and you can almost feel like the humidity and the breeze and the degree, like the temperature you're just, that's something Jennifer is really excellent at. And so it's a fantastic read. So okay, I recommend okay. it.
0: I'm going to check that out. Okay. Um, my green light is number one.
1: Yeah. I would
0: like to green light the Tennessee fans. Okay. Because I red lit them last week and I said, Hey, chill the big one, relax. Don't rush to conclusions. Don't book your tickets to the national championship. Um, and I feel like most of them were pretty patient. And uh, oh, and then they feel, ended up being in do, do you feel I that do, way? I do. I do. I feel like they were very reserved. Um, and credit to them, because like, look, that game was incredible. And CBS staying on the stadium for as long as they did, almost like it was the Capitol Riot Part Two. Just seeing like what the fans were doing <laughs> was hilarious to me. And them taking the goalposts to the river and sawing and then starting pieces. a
1: GoFundMe because they need goalposts for their next game.
0: They do need the goal. Don't so try to go find
1: me. You have plenty of money. Stop asking us to pay for it.
0: Yeah, you don't need to ask us to pay for it. But it was uh it was pretty cool. It was like one of the cooler games and situations in have Was it? Was it I've cool? Seen a do, you Jan, do
1: you think Jan thought it was cool?
0: How as an Alabama fan, how was uh, your experience of the Tennessee
1: well, fans? Well, my DMs, guys, you don't need to DM me. We don't know each other in real life. There's no need for you to send your orange hearts to me and uh talk S word to me. Also, I feel like a lot of you don't understand how the SEC West and East works. So good luck to you as you play Georgia. Um, <laughs> listen, I, I don't mind losing to a great team. Like, yeah. it's when it's the sucker loses where you're just like, that was stupid. Why did we lose? Yeah. So that was, I, listen, they earned it. They played well. They played excellent. I mean, like, they won that game. And and I, here, can I say this really quick? I don't Please. understand. I don't understand why a kicker. Listen, your only job is to go to math Mm one-on-one and then kick the ball all day long. That's all you got to do. I don't understand why you can't make a field goal. I don't understand when they get you as close – when you can't get – it got you as close to that field goal as they possibly could, and you just couldn't kick that. I don't understand what your job is if it's – are you going – are you taking French? Because you shouldn't be taking French. You should (laughs) just be kicking that ball all day
0: long. That's not his fault because they were in field goal range, and they called three – I want to say three of the stupidest play calls you could call – and didn't get him closer like they should have. Turn that into like a maybe a forty two yard or something. But also, God made it so Nick Saban would be the greatest coach to ever coach college football. <laughs> but he's always going to be foiled by a kicker because you can't you can't strangle a kicker on the field. You just can't do that. So that's well, just God's sense of humor. Take it up I with him. I you guess know. It is. But yeah, it was uh, it it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious to watch. So uh, kudos, to Tennessee fans. Um, I I also want to green light. Uh, Werewolf by Night uh, this is on Disney Plus um, I, again I watched this after eating a hair twinkie and then uh, I rewatched <laughs> it with a more clear mind and uh, this was it's an hour and it's basically uh, it stars Gail Garcia Bernal and Laura Donnelly which you might know as Jamie uh, on Outlander it's Jamie's sister who's since been recast which I don't like that that's ridiculous oh, wow. but they star as a gr- a part of a group of uh, monster hunters have to compete for uh, an important relic as a way to memorialize the life of a fallen leader and like move things on and move things forward um but it it's really uh stylistic the pace is incredible it's shot it's directed by michael uh, giancano who did up uh, among many other things
1: no he does the he michael is like mostly known as a composer
0: yeah yeah, like, that's right. Yeah,
1: I was so impressed because I've—I mean, I've loved him since he—I've loved him since uh, Alias. Like he did the music for Alias.
0: So you can, if you go on Spotify and just check out all the things he scored. It's some of the Stunning. most haunting yeah. and uh, perfect uh, soundtracks that you've ever listened to. But for me, the the real thing that got me excited was between this and and, and She Hulk, especially the season finale of She Hulk. Oh. Um, it gives me hope that Marvel can pivot into the next phase of storytelling instead of the common stand and deliver. Uh, plots and finales they've been recycling of late so I just a a one hour one off this doesn't have to connect to anything really you know like in a a formidable way I love it I think they should be doing tons of stuff like this so well done uh, uh, Disney Plus and Marvel and then I just want to quickly I'll dad light uh, Hocus Pocus 2 Um, my kids loved it it was cute it was Um, cute wasn't the best thing in the world but again kids have terrible taste so they don't need much Uh, but most importantly for the parents out there um, I only counted two virgin refs There might have been a third Virgin ref. Um, So in the first one, they said Virgin like 82 times. But they mocked
1: it. They were mocking. That's right. That's exactly right. But they
0: do still say it. So they are going to open up that storytelling. But I like Tony Hale. Sam Richardson was great. I uh, haven't seen since sister back. I like back. the
1: music. I liked the music. It was well done. It was it was cute
0: and clever. Uh, so yeah. for your Halloween uh, ramp up, um, I recommend that. Um, all right. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And for you to remember, anytime you're doing any shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase these are affiliate link. A favorite item purchase using that link this week was. Jamie, these are just breast milk storage bags.
1: Good for you. Everybody who's just pumping your milk and that's storing right. it for later. Listen, this has 40 Thirty-two thousand ratings, 4.8 stars. It's hard to find. The only, like, common complaint is the smell. Mm. Like, and I don't know if it's the smell of one's own breast milk, or okay. I don't know what that smells like, or if it's the smell of the bag. But I will say my favorite question, almost of all time, question and answer was, question, what about the product? Answer, what about it? Gah. <laughs> Thank you, A. Patel, June 30th, 2019. There. All right, you guys, I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamie B. Golden.
0: I'm Nox McCoy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye, guys.